thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week with me, Greer Jackson. This week we had this question sent in by listener Harry. How are computerised voices generated? Talking machines have more of a history than you might realise. They date back to the 1930s when Homer Dudley created a keyboard-operated voice synthesizer called, rather ominously, the Voda. Now we encounter them on a daily basis, whether it's listening to that unapologetic station announcer telling you your train is delayed yet again, or Satnav politely telling you to do a U-turn. But how are these voices generated? Fear not, as Dr. Pierre Longchantant from Cambridge University is here to tell us how computers talk the talk. All spoken languages are based on sound units called phonemes. When you create a computerized voice, these phonemes are key. The English language has about 44 of these phonemes. For example, the word push has three phonemes, p, uh, and sh. But it's not quite as simple as that. The p in push is pronounced slightly different than the p in the word spill. And if the word is part of a question, the intonation will change a little bit. He spilled the milk. He spilled the milk? So we have to cover pretty much all of these phoneme variations. We start by recording a person reading large quantities of text, usually about 10 hours. The recording is then analyzed by software that labels each phoneme according to its speech, duration, and intensity. Great. So if I type this sentence into a voice synthesizer, how does it know which phonemes to use, especially with all those tricky intonations to get its um, tongue around? This process is actually very similar to the way a kid learns to read. You teach it some basic rules, but it can also figure out a lot on its own. So hopefully it wouldn't say, run like the wind, or sit back and unwind, because it will have learnt a bit of context. A few years ago, it was at this basic level, and really sounded like a robot. But the technique has developed tremendously lately, and become very sophisticated. So these days, a computer has gone from sounding like a six-year-old spelling out Harry Potter in a monotone, choppy voice to speaking in a fluent and expressive way that can barely be distinguished from that of a real human. These are very exciting times. Very exciting indeed. Thank you very much, Pierre, for taking us through our ABCs. Next week, we take to the skies to answer Wolf's question. How do black boxes work? What do you think? If you know how these mysterious black boxes work, or even if they are indeed black, do get in touch via Twitter, Facebook or on the forum, nakedscientist.com slash forum. 
If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not listen to our other ones? We cover an awesome array of topics from neuroscience and psychology to space and tech. Check out nakedscientists.com. That's nakedscientists.com to find out more. Until next week, goodbye. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.